Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Diet Stars Monday podcast. We are live. I got my boys, Jay and Joel. What's up? What's up? What's up? And a very special guest with us this evening, probably one of the biggest global... Oh, I want to say trendsetter. Fuck that <laughs> Set up. Cinematographers. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, Nathan, Ginger with the GoPro. What's up, bud? How you How's doing? How's it, guys? I'll take trendsetter. Yeah, definitely a trendsetter, <laughs> bro. Man's got a movie made about him, so come on. Oh, well, Ginger, bro. Jeez. Some guy actually phoned me today. He was like, he wanted me to come and um, do something at the lobby. Did you guys come to? No, we didn't, we didn't oh, crack sure. the nod for the nod. Shot, lobby, bro. So this is too- <laughs> This is two for two nods you haven't cracked, eh, chaps? No, no, I was on the I was on the, the jaw list. I just couldn't make it because I was overseas. On the other jaw list? The, 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 are you talking about the house party jaw? The house party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got kicked off that. No, one. I got kicked off that because I told him away, boy. But you carry on. But, um, so what, you had a premiere at the lobby? We, we, had, we had a premiere at the lobby. Okay. It was very cool. Um, I we, saw. So we like, actually sold out the lobby. Very cool. Epic. 160 seats. But now oh, the, wow. big, the big thing is, is that, so we've had a movie go there. Now we, it was a proof of concept. Mm-hmm. and now we wanted to kind of like raise cash and obviously to like have a proper movie you need like i didn't realize how much money you need you need a couple <laughs> you need a couple bob you need a couple million bucks to actually make a movie but like you think it's south africa and like you, know, you, you can, can wheel and deal you can wheel and deals. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. i'm thinking i can hustle i can use this house i can do that we can go there yeah Lots. typical south african hustle exactly like you probably could what was the movie about Brew pretty much my life was that the one that on, yeah, we watched on the trailer yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i watched the movie actually so <laughs> my cousin dev came to um came to south africa he kind of saw my life in 2016 and he was like "Geez, kazi here is living a bit of a wild life why not make a movie so, so does he obviously come from a, a directoral background he comes yeah he, he okay. went to, he went to ucla and he did his uh, degree over there and he came here and he saw like my life living as a fuck i hate the word but like as this influencer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, though. But I mean, yeah. Was, There's a kind of a negative connotation it's, sometimes yes, against it's, influencer. We don't like the word, but like, yes, okay. Influencing. Trendsetter. You, you, you call it out in your trailer. Storyteller. Well. Storyteller through yeah. a lens. We like Storyteller through a lens. Okay. Also, living in his parents' apartment, not paying rent, having parties. And then he just kind of based the story loosely off that and kind of added on odds and ends. A dog goes missing. <laughs> Chad tries to come right with his chick and fails. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not like Kana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal. Did you see? That's all. Straight. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> Was this on the weekend? Yeah. Well, how do you pronounce the, the okay, so DJ's it's, name? It's kind of music. Kind of music. Kind of music. And it's actually just went to a thing today with it's a three. Uh, now, can you tell us about your day today? Like what you went through? Um, so the, uh, there are three DJs kind of music. It's Adam Port, it's Rampa, and it is and Me, which is Andre, right? And these guys formed uh, like just a DJ group a couple of years ago, and they have blown up over the years. Are they Dutch or are they Belgian? They are German. The German All okay. three of them are German, and they fucking just such sick guys. Like, you know, when you, like, I actually went to go film uh, for them in Desiree in New York earlier this year. And when you're like in this whole DJ scene, like they're very cool and they kind of like you think they're too cool to speak to you, but you backstage and like what you can't have a full blown conversation with DJs when Makes they are sense. performing yeah. to 5,000 people. Like what you're going to talk about, like, hey, so bro, well, how did you start? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, can you give me some hot tips over here? So like now was the first time, like, you know, when you're drunk yeah. and everything, you're coming up to the boys and like, but now like in a sober setting, I'm like having a one-on-one with them and I'm like. 
Yo, these O's are just like us, but way, way cooler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what was the setting today? So they went to, it's called, have you heard, uh, heard of Bridges for Music? I haven't. It's in Lange, in the township Lange, where they are teaching, um, geez, I probably should have done a bit more research on it, but they are, <laughs> they teaching, uh, people in Lange, um, they've got a whole studio over there, how to become DJs, how to become producers. I'm so cool. And kind of those two, the two DJs were there today. They came today just to do a bit of a Q and A with, uh, with some big, big time DJs. I don't even know how I got invited okay. there. <laughs> I saw they, they yeah. were sitting up front and there was like a bit of a crowd and they were speaking. And so cool. Yeah. And that's basically telling uh, their story of how they started and how they feel like they even said, like, we don't even really feel like these big time DJs, you know, mm. we haven't like hit the, so because you, know, you said they hit the scene like three years ago, was that longer? They hit the no, scene. but I'm saying that they like became super prolific three years ago, or like blew up almost. I would say like in the most recent, yeah, three yeah. years, they probably blew up, but like for instance, and me, the one guy, he was playing at Bazique in 2017. Oh, sick. And no one really like knew who this guy was. Yeah. So it's pretty cool in how they described it. Like when you become like, like almost like famous, like it's not cool. Like it's like on a like silver platter. It's like nice to like build your way up. Yeah. Because once you like, someone asks like, when was your aha moment? Like when did you feel mm -hmm. like, fuck. Yeah. I we, made it. We made it. Yeah. And they said, they just gave such a beautiful answer. Like we feel like we haven't made it yet. Even though, like, to us, like, they've mm. made it. Yeah. So they feel like, you know, if they would have said, yes, we've made it, then it's like, okay, then now what? Yeah. Where do we go from here? We've hit the roof. We've and hit now. the roof. Yeah. It's more of a, <laughs> more of a slow burner. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice to, like, build your way up. Yeah. Uh, interesting, because, like, I didn't really know who they were. And then, I mean, I thought the production was quite wild. I mean, me and Joel rocked up late, got some free tickets. Thanks, Sav. Shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's not the only reason why he's shouting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard. I heard. <laughs> yes. Editing that. And then, <laughs> and then I couldn't believe when I got there, I was like, bro, this is like, it's the biggest festival being in like a long time. Yeah. Like I stood there and I was like, took it in for a while because I was like five, 5,000 people. It felt massive. It really. felt massive. And what was cool. So I get, I'm sponsored by Tequila Ocho. Okay. Shout out Tequila Ocho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty fucking cool to have your life sponsored by a tequila brand. Um, so when I got there, probably I was, dangerous for your life to be sponsored by very dangerous. I mean, Jay, did you see, you said you saw me there. No, I didn't see you there. I, just, I didn't see you there. I, just, I see because I didn't see anyone there. Eh? <laughs> o said to me, I was literally like, Next level. I had a bottle of tequila and you know, you have with this person. Then they're like, well, we're going to have by myself. Then you have to have, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're having so many tequila shots, but I'm mixed with a lot of other things. We edit that bottle. <laughs> Very explicit, we're just saying I found like a very hot chick we're not going to say her name and probably edit this part out as well this is just for the boys but they were like Brew, you, she was like your show pony you were just like parading around the dance floor showing us how hot this chick was I'm like sounds like me <laughs> and the setup was pretty sick and I was so drunk so I was surprised no, I was right su there. surprised bit of a mission to get in bit of like no signal over yeah. there but once you were in so epic yeah, look no. I mean we came late so we just we had a batches before and then we were decided like let's hit kind of everyone's there and then we pulled through it was fucking epic no dude. it was really insane I felt like I was a bit too drunk to enjoy it it's nice to be at a place <laughs> with such insane DJs and be a little bit more sober mm, just to yeah. appreciate like I mean I listen to them every day on my runs in the car and just to like be there and feel the music yeah. and all of that like I was just anyway I had a good time Nice. Yeah, everyone that I spoke to said the music was insane. I'm quite surprised they played six to seven hours. Is that normal? 
No, well, yeah, that's like a t- typical European set. You know, they've got no. boiler room vibes, they just yeah. play. Yeah. It's insane. And yeah. they just go like seven hours. Every set is like seven hours. Yeah, that's crazy because your normal We Love Summer or any other festival is like hour, two hours. Yeah, like, each DJ, yeah. hour, two hours. But you yeah. see these guys and how they're like the camaraderie and the brother, like the like the brotherhood, like yeah. the three of them. It's just like, and you kind of just want to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I'm like just kissing them on like the on the cheek. And then I was like, what am I doing here? These guys are playing a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> set to 5,000 people like thinking who's this ginger I was like I filmed, you. I filmed you in New York he's like okay cool <laughs> sick bro I'm playing I was like I love you <laughs> I love that now, just to give the listeners some context just to intro, intro the boy a little bit he's a cinematographer from Cape Town South Africa and I, well, he started Wild Ginger a while back over wild, 275 Wild Ginger I, was, I thought it was Wild Ginger on the website okay yeah Ginger Ginger however you want it however you want it <laughs> It's never been good at pronunciation. <laughs> and uh, the man is one of the biggest content creators in South Africa, living his dream, traveling the world, and uh, taking pictures through his lens. Sure. And we just want to know, take us back when it all started, because I believe it was a Sony camcorder in the next-door neighbor's yard playing football. I read mm. an article on the Jewish Chronicle. We've done our deep we've search. Done, we've done our deep search. <laughs> Jeez, bro, I don't even know this one. <laughs> but carry on, I'm in. <laughs> I believe I read the article and it said that you just picked up your dad's Sony camcorder and then started filming your mates jumping off roofs with umbrellas. There we go. Man's done his research. Yeah, boy. So I used to take my dad's uh, camcorder back in the day, proper flip out screen. It's what all the... Um, all the OGs did. Yeah, mm. but it's also what all O's are doing now. All people are buying... They're these, going backwards. They're yeah. buying these. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. It's like those home you, video ones. Yes. People are buying, you think you need 100,000 Rand cameras. This chick that was just staying at me... Shout out to the hostel. We'll talk about that now. Uh, <laughs> she pulls out this old school Sony camcorder and you would think like you would film like this. Brew, and obviously because Instagram reels, she flips it upside down like this and yeah. the, the screen goes like this. It was such a weird thing to see because I just remember back in the day going there, putting in a little VHS tape, proper VHS, closing it. You'd hear the spool like wind up. I'd put on like sepia mode, black and white. I thought I was this proper editor. I was doing the editing in the camera and then i'd say to the boys you know see all my shame not fat phobic but my fat friends like see (laughs) (laughs) maybe cut that one (laughs) see it's not fat now he's got a hot girlfriend where he's killing the game bon also hot girlfriend killing the game i'm the only fucking single one now (laughs) all three of you join the club (laughs) (laughs) but now i say okay boys ready Three, two, one. I made them like everyone. I'm sure you always also did jackass videos back in the day or more like, no. I was, I was <laughs> off camera, bro. Skating, but off camera. So he used to tell the Oaks, jump off, you know. And then from there, we would like build these videos and do fucking stupid shit. And from there, I started seeing like, okay, maybe I can make videos and be a director. But tell that to your Jewish parents. <laughs> how, how old were you then? Bro, I must have been like 12, 13. You know, when your parents are like, hey, what do you want to do? So you're yeah, up yeah, in Josie yeah. then, right? You were born in Josie. Yeah, born in Josie. Most most boys, 13, bar mitzvah, are like, I want to be an accountant. I want to be <laughs> I want to be in private equity. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's private equity? <laughs> and then I'm like, I want to be a director. They're like, oi, that's how you're going to make money doing that. And I was like, fuck, I don't know. And then grew up and, you know, did school and kind of just put it on the backside. Like, okay, so you did put it on the back burner for then? Definitely put <clears> it on the back burner and didn't really, like, you know, just go through school and everything. And then it was after school, I got the GoPro. Um, that's where the ginger with the fucking GoPro <laughs> yeah. came out. And I started, like, I actually went to Swedish House Mafia. Mm-hmm. And I was the only other there with a GoPro, made a video. 
back then, best video anyone's seen. Like, Chris Rogers couldn't even make a video like this. Chris Rogers and Chris is always Rogers the OG, OG, OG of the yeah, GoPro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joking, <laughs> but completely wrong. But I made a video of me starting my day, going to Swedish House Mafia, and people were like, wow, this is like such a cool little vlog. Gets 20,000 views. Back then, 20,000 views is... It's a lot. No, yeah. it's a lot. On YouTube. I was going to say, was yeah. YouTube even relevant then? Exactly, yeah. but it wasn't even relevant. Yeah. Relevant now, I've got 20,000 views. I'm like, I've got it. This is, I'm going to go to festivals around the world, make videos, and this is how we're going to get paid. How did you get paid? Didn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Take us on that journey. So you went from there and then... So I did Swedish House Mafia, then we went to Skrillex, and I kept like going, okay, sweet, I'm going to like make these videos. And then, obviously Instagram, I got Instagram in 2013. And then after posting all this content and putting myself out there, people would hit me up. I don't think there was a DM part yet, but people would like get my phone number somehow and be like, yeah. hey, can you come make it? From the Yellow Pages. Ginger <laughs> <laughs> with the GoPro and the Yellow Pages. <laughs> Actually got the Yellow Pages delivered. Do people still fucking use that? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think of the past. So people say, hey, can you come make my company a video? And I was just like, sure. Get to the company. I'm at like some corporate, mm. like, proper like probably a private equity corporate <laughs> Deloitte, <or laughs> the Deloitte I'm like I'm in there these offices like all these people like working on these computers and I'm just like Jesus what the fuck am I gonna do yeah, yeah. you know they're like hey you, need, you make us a video how much are you gonna charge us I was like they put me on the spot I don't even know how to charge I'm like are you happy with 400 rand <laughs> <laughs> and the oak goes I'm just gonna have to think about it <laughs> goes to even turns around and he goes I think we can do it like maybe 350 I'm like yeah bro i'll do it 350 <laughs> guys i spent hours that day filming yeah. hours editing on iMovie even how long after school was this this was a year after school okay so okay. i went on a went on a gap year no uni no i did uni okay so i did the gap year one year traveling the world and then it's uh, finance and entrepreneurship which i never knew was a word until i had to search it now today when i did entrepreneurship with yeah. an yeah. i you probably said to these oaks check oaks they spelt it yes, the yes, <laughs> i was like this is not a word and then he i went to research did. it and chat helped me out entrepreneurship with an i is entrepreneurship within the workplace yes, mm -hmm. within the business yeah within the business as an, as an employee yeah, yeah. yeah so i studied that for three years at uj don't i think i kind of copied my best friend's work you got 40%, I got 20%. <laughs> I was like, did you, did you not learn? <laughs> and um, after that, I came and did my honors at Vega in strategic brand management. But while I was doing all of this, I was kind of, kind of music. I was kind of just um, um, doing social media management for a lot of brands because people saw I had something like I could create content, but I was all doing it just off a of GoPro. I was editing all on my phone. I was kind of just... You know, fake winging it, it. Winging yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. fake it till you make it. Like yeah. I, I had the, the drive, I had the confidence, uh, I had the discipline, I had all of it just to like say, right, I'm building a business. This is what I'm doing. And next second I had seven brands under me that I was creating content for. Well, everyone else was all pairing. Consistently. Consistent. Yeah. So now did they stay on with you for a while? I yeah, for a while. Like until cool. I went to Africa burn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm then at Africa Burn. I'm like, geez, I forgot to like give Melody Schneider all the passwords to log in and run the account. So now we're all at Africa Burn and Melody's like phoned every single, you know, Melody. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, so yeah. now she's phoned every single person saying, guys, get hold of Chad Nathan. I don't have the passwords to any of the accounts. And you know, there's no signal at Burn. No, there's no signal at Burn. And now you're at Burn. So now you're like, oh God, fuck. <laughs> so 
it was kind of after that I was like, oh, I'm a little bit done with social media management. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I didn't really, I felt like I wanted to. So which burn was that? What year? Because 2016. 2016, okay. So you went through this branding thing in 2016 and then from there does the, the obviously the instagram account was still going strong so the instagram account yeah <clears throat> been going strong started in 2013 got the gopro and started like fuck, there was something about just like seeing other people traveling the world with their hot girlfriends staying in the most ridiculous places i was like okay i mean i kind of want that yeah let me build my following to get to get there okay. and then that obviously you can't grow and, and 10,000s how, of followers overnight. Yeah. So I was going to say, how did you get that? Because a lot of people struggle with building a following. People, you know? everyone still wants to be an influencer. Everyone still wants to have 50, 60, 100,000, a million followers. Do you know what I mean? No, sure. But it takes time. It's consistency. It's like really putting yourself out there and putting the work. Like some people just want it like they'll it's, like an overnight success, but that overnight success is 10 years in the making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And what I did and geez, oh, you get tired, eh? You get tired of like going out and like not growing and things aren't working, but then you kind of like develop a routine like, okay, I'm going to try to post like every, uh, every three days and like the whole thing and then reels came out. And then if you really was consistent with reels, the algorithm would push you. Mm. And like if you offer humor, if you offer education or just actual beautiful content, or well, there's probably one other thing, like you're just going to, you're going to spike. Yeah. So what we learned for Dan as well is that there's a lot of comments coming through that actually helps with the algorithm as well. Yeah. Which I find quite interesting. So behind the scenes, it would push the, the video further or the reel further or whatever. Yeah. It's so just you super just, interesting. You get all, and then you and I always ask my mates, like, oh, can you throw a comment? They'll be like, oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, always asking the best mates to support. They're just like, oh, dude. By the 10th time, it's like. <laughs> they're like, oh, dude, yeah. get, they're like, give it a rest. <laughs> you, you find and out, you find out who your good mates are. And then you, and then it's just like your other mates. So you're like, oh, I didn't even really know we were like such good mates, but they're like giving you all the support. You're like, Jesus, it's a fucking legend. Why am I friends with these <laughs> Yeah. Why am I friends with these O's? But and, and was YouTube, were you still doing YouTube at this time? Bro, well? I should have maybe invested more of my time in YouTube. Okay. Because you look at those on YouTube that have made it powering, and it's just that AdSense, you know. Mm. You know, you're getting those things, and it's, it's views racking up. Hit a million views. I don't know what it is. You get like two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars. Whereas Instagram, they don't pay you. The only times you get paid on Instagram is when you do a brand deal. Yeah, yeah. And when you do a brand deal with the right people, cost a lot. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? We just wanted to quickly interrupt the video to say thank you. Thank you to all of you that have tuned in week in, week out. And it's your boy Carl Hershen here. I just want to say, please make sure you're following the boys on Spotify. Make sure you click the bell notification so you know when the latest episodes are out. And check us out on Instagram at at dietstartsmonday underscore pod. We have some sick merch being released soon and you don't want to miss out. Back to the pod, boys. You. Yeah, so how did you get involved with, so the brands, would you reach out sometimes or would, or would they reach out? Bro, most of the time, like in 2017, like I looked at my media kit that I made, Jeez, shocking, first of all, but it's cool to see how you progress. Yeah, but and you how, live and you learn. You live and you learn with yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So, by, way, by a media kit, you mean essentially the content you've made? No. So a media kit is basically all your analytics, all your statistics about who you are as a creator. Okay. okay. So the first page is going to start off, it's going to say, chat. it's a picture of me. Good looking picture of me, Chad Nathan, Ginger with a GoPro, Media Kit 2023. Next page, we're going into analytics. Or like little, your reach and all that. A little stuff. bit about me, five points, what I've done. <clears throat> okay. Uh, like five of my main points. Okay, he's 30 years old, he's traveled to 40 
eight countries. Essentially your portfolio pitch. It's, to these, it's exactly. It's mm, a pitch. The brands. Okay. And then you go into your analytics, the very important stuff. Okay. I reach 4 million people a month. The types of people I've got 60% women. Shout out to the women. 40% men. Oh, that's crazy. That is quite crazy. Yeah. Eh? I just know with our analytics of the podcast, we're trying to keep, get our female audience up because it's a bit low. Well, maybe you guys should get more chicks on the podcast. We've had quite we've a few. Yeah, we've chicks, had, yeah. So yeah, the mix has been good. But we're just obviously learning from like a fledgling side from us. It's super interesting because obviously we're tiny. But we like we've been learning from you, like yeah, no, you but the likes of uh, Dan Mace and, and who's been on. It's been fucking. It's interesting. very interesting. And then yeah. also the whole thing. So you get this media kit, you make it look sick. You spend a lot of time on it, and then you start pushing it out to brands and brands mm-hmm. that resonate with you. In the beginning, I was sending out to any brand I could think of, and then I thought like. Okay, but I don't even, now this brand wants to work with me and I'm like, oh, I don't even use their product. Yeah. And then you become like this sellout, you know, you need to work with brands that you work like. Yeah. That you can resonate sense. with. That you resonate sense. with. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So for instance, I drink a lot of alcohol. <laughs> People know I drink a lot of alcohol. So that was like an easy sell to go to Tequila Ocho to say, guys, we should work together. <laughs> you should sponsor my party. You should sponsor my life and I'm going to sell for you and get li- the whole thing, liquid to lips, like get people to know who you are. Yeah, yeah. And then they went and sponsored the whole of Kind of Music. Yeah, that's sick. Oh, wow. Have you ever tasted Tequila Ocho before that? No, I don't think so. Good tequila. No, it's good tequila. But are they under the Bacardi brand? No, they're per- personal brand. Oh, it's personal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's clever. So, so did you, at that point, only go after brands that resonated with you or was there one or two that didn't quite? No, there were definitely like one <laughs> or two that didn't quite. I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. But like the other brands that I've worked with, like Samsung, Nespresso. Um, big Woolies push, remember? Was that, you also worked for Woolies at one stage? Yeah, but that was, but house. was that something else? That was the stuff that I did for Woolworths. You see, so I've got like the influencer side of things and mm. then I have the video production side of things. Yeah. Okay. And like, just because it's video production, I don't, I'm not just, I don't have to put it out, but it's cool to say, Hey, I did work for Woolworths. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So I don't push out everything that I do and, but you can go into the business page and see the brands that I've worked for. And, and what's that, that company called? What's it? Wild Ginger thing? Films. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. But like, I'm also in this like weird phase where I'm like, there's Ginger with a GoPro, but I don't really just, I, I want to be Chad now, Chad Nathan. <laughs> no, because look, yeah, you yeah. said you're Dan Mace and yeah. you look at all these massive creators because Dan used to be Dan the director. Yes. Yeah. And then he was like, I want to be Dan Mace because yes. he learned from his mentor, Casey. Yeah. Yes. Casey was yeah. never like fucking Casey, nice day. Casey yeah. with a cannon. <laughs> Think about like, what am I going to be 50 years old? Like, hey, let's get Ginger with a GoPro on the podcast. I don't think you want to search yeah, out yeah, one yeah. of the internet. Though, yeah, really. true. Like, I'm even thinking now, I've been Ginger with a GoPro for 10 years. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Fair enough. You want to be Chad Nathan? You want to build that brand? Yeah. So now it's also like, but now people are like, okay, just change. Can't just change. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because, bro, you need to have a whole story. There has to be branding yeah. behind yes, it. Where you came a from. A reason for the change. Bro, there yeah. has to be a whole video production behind it. And it's like quite hard. It's been like mm. a whole narrative. Yeah, there has to be a narrative. And Which it's hard to work on a narrative when you're also busy working on a lot of other things mm. in the business and you're traveling. I was three months in yeah, well, Central America. Yeah, we want to ask you about your travels and that whole game plan because you want to... Touch how many countries? Four, did you say 48? 48, yeah. yeah. I just hit I thought I was on a lot and that's impressive. What are you, what are you on? Like 32. But get, I don't, I don't, get, get, I get, fl- I don't get flown around the world, you know? Yeah, no, listen, that Central America trip was on me, eh? Oh, was it? But oh, I was, you ended up my stepsister's place. Yeah. In the Gregua, yeah. Jeez, sick. Shout out. Shout sick? out. Shout out the space. The, the space, yeah. <laughs> give it a, give it a look up. Space Nicaragua. It's such a, such a sick hostel. I mean, People you can are speak asking to me now, like, 
why did you go to Nicaragua? I mean, would that ever be on your list? Nicaragua. Yeah, Central America's always been up there for me. But like Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> that and Guatemala, yeah. Hey? Well, my stepsister's there, so for okay, me it's fine. different. You owe, make it you owe, I think it sounds like it's cool. But it I wasn't mean, on mine. Yeah. It wasn't on mine. I mean, normally I say Central, uh, Central America, they're going to go to Costa Rica. I mean, yeah. mm. sailed from Panama to Colombia. How's that? That was hectic. Explain. Bro, okay. So take us on the beginning. Yeah, okay. Wait, when was this? So well. this was uh, July. I was just in America at a wedding, at my cousin's okay, wedding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was I, was, I was in New Mexico. I was in Albuquerque. Very, very weird. It's not on my, it's not on my list. <laughs> yeah, Albuquerque should never be on your list. Actually, to my cousin, I want my money back. <laughs> Albuquerque. Shame. She works there, man. But like, that's also, what do you think of Albuquerque? That's where, that's where Breaking Bad was filmed. Oh, okay. Wow. okay. got a statue of Walter White in like their city center. <laughs> like, Albuquerque is one road. And like, it's like very dusty. It's hot. And you just think of it out of the American movies with that spinning dust ball. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and people walking in uh, boots and cowboy hats. Well, I kind of have a good image of it now from Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> cock place. <laughs> Won't go there. Don't go there. So from there, I was like, you know what? I've rented my house out for seven months. Too long to rent your house out for. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the right idea, right out there, paying off the bond, yeah, and getting extra uh, cash to just travel. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go to Central America. I've got time off. I'm going to still my business. I can run my business from abroad. I've got my guys working here on the ground. I need to do the editing while I'm there. Bit of a problem when you leave your hard drive of all your clients' work in your in your storage. You can't really do much. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to travel then, you know. So then um, I flew to Nicaragua. I flew to the capital, Managua. And guys, yeah. I had no accommodation booked. The only person I'd spoken to one person at the treehouse hostel name was Ellen and thank you, Jay. And she was like, okay, I'll get you a taxi and I'm just going to drive you to the Selena hotel. You heard of Selena, the brand Selena is a insane hotel hostel brand in probably most parts of the world. So they very prevalent in South America, Central America and in Europe. Yeah. And basically I have done work with them. I've gone all over Mexico with them. I've gone all over Guatemala with them. And I just messaged them on Instagram literally that day. Hey, would you be keen on a bit of a trade exchange? Can I come stay at you for three days while I figure out my stuff? Even though it was pretty cheap, but they gave me like a nice private room, balcony. Perfect. So I basically started doing work with a lot of hostels and hotels on your, on the oh, trip. Geez, just yeah, off yeah. the cuff. Off well. the cuff, bro. Yeah, what, I, what, what I should have done is had a proper plan where I'm going and everything. But I don't know how you always travel, but when I travel, I like to go no game plan yeah. because you're going to meet up with cool people and people have cool, much better routes than you, have like people uh, experiences that they've done different things. So I was just like, I'm just going to go with the flow. Yeah, I think it's obviously easier for you just thinking from my perspective because you can offer them something. If mm. I went to the hotel, I'd be like, I can't offer you anything, but can I stay? <laughs> no, but you'd be surprised. You know, everyone, come on, I don't know. What, what do you do? <laughs> Asset management, I'm in finance. You, yeah, I don't know. It is different for you because, I mean, you come, you, you show them like who you are and what you've done. And so you it's quick. Think. Send the media kit. Yeah. 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 We need to make a fake media kit. You guys need to make <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a podcast now. Oh, so we can yeah. Monday. Messaging going, hey, can we come? We can do podcasts. Well, yeah, after yeah, our yeah. collaborative uh, post, we're going to go huge. Yeah. Bro, you can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I have to share it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring That's it gonna back. That's going to cost, eh? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. So you're at the Sydney Hotel in Nicaragua. 
Uh, you'd obviously flown in here, had a, had a place a place to stay. I, me- I remember organized the- with them. Did you have a ticket back home? No, I'd literally just booked a one way ticket to Nicaragua. Okay. Um, and I said, sweet, I'm going there. Spoke to the guard, did a bit of work for them. But now I was offering like a bit of a trade exchange. Like, okay, I'll come shoot and post on my Instagram. Normally I would do that and charge brands a lot of money. Mm. But now because like it's kind of like... But you are getting the free accommodation. So you're getting the free accommodation, but still my rates are like... Yeah. They're, a bit not high, a, they're not a, higher than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sure. But now it's like I'm kind of like... Goodwill, good faith, you know. Exactly. So I'm like, listen, I'm going to do this as a favor. Like you just must look after me. And then I just made my way down Nicaragua, met up with the most insane people, did such cool stuff. I was in a, uh, a treehouse hostel in the middle of the jungle, raved there for two straight days. I think so, I saw, I remember I saw some videos. <laughs> and then from there, went to your cousin's place at the space. Yeah. And then they have something called uh, Sunday Funday. Sick. And it's just like all the hostels get together. Jeez, they charge like $40 a person. And it's just like, you just get a t-shirt. Mayhem. A t-shirt and some hot chick pouring like... A very watered down vodka down your mouth. I'm like, did I pay $40 for this or could I have just joined? But anyway, that's a Sunday fun day is insane. And then from there was in Costa Rica. Costa Rica is just basically Americans. So they feel safe. It's quite like a surfer vibe there. Mm. And the way to do Costa Rica is to make some mates, rent a car and drive through Costa Rica because the busing transport system there is sweat. Yeah. And then from there, sweat. (laughs) Cross the border. Went into Panama, and then from Panama, I organized something with this company called Blue Sailing, which was pretty sick, to sail for five days across from Panama City, somewhere close to Panama City, to uh, Cartagena in Colombia. What's the distance? Do you know? Off the top? Uh, was it like how many days? Five days. Five days. Five days. What was the type of boat? <laughs> <laughs> Not a 60-foot catamaran. Brew, you'd think 60-foot catamaran, <laughs> eh? Like, I proper didn't do my research. Like, I should have just asked, like, what kind of boat be on? Like, you know, Brew, it was maybe an eight-meter boat <laughs> with 10 of us, <laughs> one bathroom. <laughs> Brew, so then you got to Colombia, and how was that? Because I've heard great things. Dude, scary place. Scary place. Yeah, I'm actually wearing my little Medellin top. Yeah. Anyway, we, we get to Colombia, Cartagena. And it's it's a really cool place. It's beautiful. Um, is that like a seaside town? Or yeah, seaside okay. town. So we get there and we go to our hostel. And what it is, I'm sure you've seen these videos. These guys come wrap to you on the streets. And I'll actually show you a video. Well, I don't know if you've seen, but this guy's rapping to me and they're really good. Yeah. Don't know what they're I saying. And they're probably tuning you. But he's like, God, he's like speaker, little boombox. And he's like looking at me, oh, fuck, redhead, like this, that. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah you know <laughs> and then like i kind of know what's going to happen here like okay he's rapping for you he's going to ask for some he's going to ask for some cash i had just drawn some cash i gave a hundred dollars and i got back the the colombian currency completely forgot what it's called but they gave me back like for a hundred dollars they gave me like i don't know 50 reals or what it, just check what it's called bring it up bring it up and this oak basically says to me okay you must give me money i'm like by all means i'm keen to give but i'm keen to give like two dollars each or something okay this oak basically makes me give him i'm like i pull out the money i'm like i don't know how this it's money works peso. i was gonna say peso colombian peso there we go so, boy he basically yeah, 0.0047 rand, yeah yeah so it's very weak but like i was weak. dealing in dollars in dollars so now this <laughs> oak goes to me okay yeah just give me this one it's like one dollar i go okay sweet give this to him and then like i give him in, and he says no you have to give my other friend because you can't give us one dollar each End up giving them $10 each. Now, again, it's only 180 rand each. But when you're on traveler budget, 
and you kind of like, this is what I've got. And then I'm walking down the street. I'm like, this motherfucker just fucked me. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. Maybe this is my Jewish side coming out. I went back to him to go get my money. <laughs> <laughs> I said, bro, you told me this was $1. Bro, next second, Oaks, the whole gang comes. Oh, hectic. And it's problems. getting, you know, it's getting proper problems. Eh? And it's I'm getting like, heated. It's probably getting heated. And then their eyes, like, from, like, very fun, rapping, like, smiling, it's getting, like, very hostile. And their eyes are, like, going, like, demented vibes, like, black. And I'm like, yo, this is a bit hectic, okay? I'm like, yeah, maybe just keep the money. Shame. And the one Oak was actually so nice to me. He knew he had, like, done, like, he, had, um, he knew he had wheeler like, kind of wheeler dealed me yeah. and he was like okay just take it you know just go but now bro you're like going through the streets and all these oaks they're all looking at you they're yeah. all trying to, everyone's trying to hustle there in that city oh, so and you're okay. walking one man eh? I'm walking with my one friend from the the trip Michi okay. Michi Wu who's from Germany who can actually can't really speak English but he can speak good Spanish oh, so he was trying to like yeah. you know um, make the situation a little bit better mediate yeah. Idiots. And then so you so you were in the seaside little village and then did you kind of do like a trip through Colombia or so you, know, from, you had to go find the We I go back to the hostel, I tell the guy at the hostel, my brood, listen, this is what's just happened. He goes, Chad, and he starts laughing. If that ever happens to you again, don't be scared. These guys are full of shit. They do this to every tourist. This is mm. how they uh, extort money out of people. This yeah. is how they get paid four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, because people are so scared they just pay. Yeah, yeah. and, and you, probably would have. I taken reckon if you're American, you just would have paid. Bro. You just would have paid, bro. bro. Me, South African, just being like standing up, being like, "Fuck this, bro." And then how he said, "If you see him on the street, because bro, I'll tell you, I was scared." Eh? You were. I went to go. Yeah. I went to go change my whole my whole like look. Put on a long hat or like a big bucket hat. You couldn't see my eyes. <laughs> Walk the street. I'm like wearing like all like a completely different outfit. I don't look like Chad, bro. <laughs> But he says, if he comes up to you, you just need to like stand your ground and make a little bit of a scene. Like, hey, bro, you want to go? You want to go? And then they just like fucking back off. They low off. level. They're just like street, street yeah. fucking. Okay. So then you wait. Was that, was that in Medellin? So that was Cartagena. Then I was like, said to my Cartagena. mate. Cartagena. I was like, we need to leave here. Let's go to Medellin. Stayed at a hostel called Viajero Hostel, which is really cool. The other stayed at Salino or Viajero. And you're just meeting such cool people from all over the world that have one thing on their head and it's just to party. I can just, imagine. It wasn't party good in Columbia. Bro, it was sick. Yeah. It was really cool. And but are, it you was, meet, are you meeting like a whole bunch? Because I've always, I've never traveled one man before. When I can imagine like, and I've always gone with the plan. I'm, I'm like a man with a plan. Like I want to know what I'm doing, where mm. I'm going. I've always, I was flying to people, see people. I know you always have like a strong friend group and everything, but one thing I can say, just separate from the boys once in your life. Mm. And go one man while you can, while maybe some of you are still single and stuff. Mm. Or still single, eh? No, no not here. Yeah. Me. Okay, well, you, well, you're done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> My time's over. Bro, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see the single boys having a jolly. Yeah. Fuck. Could have gone for one last hurrah. Should have listened to Chad. <laughs> but oh, it's going, it is scary, you know, when yeah. you're on that plane and you don't really have a plan in mind and. But like, is it, is it, is it like, I was thinking about this quite a lot because I met a chick when I was in Aspen, I went there to see Ant and <clears throat> she was traveling one woman. And sometimes I always think like for women, it's quite, it's like easier because like you can sit in a bar and guys will approach you and hmm. you can meet people friendly. Like when you're a guy and you, no, you're approaching people like people, but you go into hostels, which makes a difference. So hostel, you're going to always meet people. Like-minded people. So that's and like-minded. Everyone yeah. is there. A lot of people are going maybe in or two or three groups, but a lot of people are going by themselves and they all have. You know, one thing on their mind is like, I don't ever want to be alone. I don't want to be a loner. So I have to put myself out there and I have to meet people. So it's as easy as just like, listen, we older now. You, you've kind of got your friends. You don't need to make new friends. Mm. When last did you actually go to a place, a bar and like actually, oh, yeah, this is my new mate. So now you're traveling. It's like, you're kind of forced to actually make friends again. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's so like it brings you back down to your youthfulness. It really is, bro. Yeah. It's like okay, like you also you kind of get sick of your own story. Yeah, it's like hey, what do you do? What's your name? I'm like, oh fuck sakes. Do you know how many times I've done this? Yeah. Kind of start making up stories, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fuck, I need to make myself a bit more. I'm an interesting oak, but like, I'm going to take it one level higher now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can reinvent yourself. So you really can, bro. Yeah. You could be wherever you want. It's so true because we don't do that here. Like, if you think about it in regards here, when, when do you ever but bro, I'll tell walk you, up to someone new? So it kind of gives you the confidence when you, when you travel alone, right? That you can, when you come back to South Africa, you're like, oh, I can do anything. Yeah. I can take any chick on a date. Send her a DM, left on scene. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> what a cunt. Anyway, um, but, but actually, I went to go meet this one chick at Clue Street House. Yeah. Gee, she's hot. But anyway, besides that, she works there. And then she couldn't like, well, we couldn't really have like a full-blown conversation because what, she's the waitress. And like, I've come there to see her. Like, she's serving people. Yeah. Sat down at the bar. And I was like, geez. Meeting the oak on the left here, meeting the person on the right. They were just two guys from not South Africa and just yeah, like internationals, just internationals traveling. They're probably also trying to meet the waitress, bro. Probably trying <laughs> to meet the waitress. <laughs> Shout out to Clue Street waitresses because they're off. They are. I think you. Do you think if you work at Clue Street House, like there is, you go see the big boss there. He looks you up and down. He goes left, right. Like yeah, you know. Hey. It's like probably. it's like Hudson six years ago. Yeah. It is <laughs> six years ago. <laughs> Chicks are hot there though. Oh, no, they're nice. Okay, so we're in Colombia and then... That's <laughs> <laughs> just... Like, you see, this is why sometimes we do have to have a list of questions. But I think the conversation's flowing. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's, it's great. We're have to cut out a lot though, but it's flowing. I oh, know, I mean, certain things. Yeah. But uh, I think also something that we wanted to touch base on that we, when we were doing some research into you was your um, philanthropic side and how you went about raising all those funds during lockdown and, mm. and like what really like resonated with you to go out and do that type of stuff. Because so, a lot of people sit in their laurels. You raise like, what, 600K? 600K. More. Back, yolks. I saw yolks on the website. It's more. First yeah. of all, we've hit a million. Oh, nice. Which Shout is out. sick. Okay. Shout out. Shout yeah. out. Raising hope. Yeah, raising hope. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, it was lockdown. Couldn't really do much. But I got a permit in lockdown to go out. And when I was out okay. in, the, in the townships, meeting people that I thought, like, honestly, you, I would never meet these people in my life. But I'm in their homes. They welcome me in. And I, like, you could just see how kind they were and how they really just needed help. And there was no one there to help them. There were a few charities that I obviously worked with, but I was mm. like, I have a platform. At the time, I had 18,000 followers following me. Mm. And I thought, hey, guys, like, why don't we – I used Backabuddy as my platform because mm. it's, it's just so easy and it's seamless and, like, it's the thermometer and everyone writes yes, a comment and yeah. everyone, like, it's, like, a really beautiful thing. And I said, guys, why don't we each just, like, donate, like, 50 rand or something? Like, what's 50 rand? It's your morning cappuccino. And the response we got was ridiculous. Like, we raised 50,000 Rand in a couple of hours. And then within three days, it was 350,000 Rand. And then I started speaking to brands. I was like, do you want to like give Join, a yeah. float apparel? Do you want to give a thousand Rand voucher? Or do you, uh, GoPro? Do you want to give a GoPro away? Do you want to give a TV away? And then like, there was this element of like, okay, I can win something if I donate. It's a bit of a cuck thing to do, but like, yeah. it kind of incentivizes. It generates it for the, for the it generates game it. anyways. Yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, if you're using the money properly for the charity. Exactly. Money, what were you going to do with the money? So the money I gave uh, 50 grand to Ladles of Love, 50 uh, grand, yeah. well, even more. I think it was 80 grand to Ladles of Love. Yeah, it was more. 100 grand uh, yeah, to... I knows his research, <laughs> eh? 100 grand to uh, 750, um, uh, what's it, uh, 
people that were staying in a place in what was the name there was it was there, like, uh, what's the word it was under the bridge wasn't it yes but there's a word for them refugees Ref- oh yes through the refugees man they were in this tent and we got cape union mall involved we got we gave them tents we got sleeping bags i mean it was insane how all brands wanted to help mm. and like you kind of just like wished brands would still be like that yeah but i think brands were also kind of like and like they were just trying to jump on the bandwagon. Mm. No, sure. How, yeah. stage, yeah. how long was it going on for? Because you said, what, what, 50K in like space of a day, a couple of days. So pretty like at the end of it, it was about 700 or 800,000 rand that was donated. And they went to various organizations all over South Africa. Mm. I had people contacting me from like small little villages in Mpumalanga. I was like, wow, sure. I felt like for Santa Claus, like, yeah, you can have, he has 20 grand. Mm. It was amazing to feel. It feels good to give. Yeah. It feels good to give, bro. Mm. It's like an amazing feeling. And even though it's like, it wasn't my money, it's like I try to help, you know. Uh, you were the alle- catalyst to get I, that money too. I try though. to help alleviate hunger. Yeah. You know, my main thing was people's like, I need money so people can go to school. And of course that's important. But my main focus was I didn't want people to go hungry. Yeah. And like you guys know what it is when, Jeez, you're just starving. Imagine like the people on the street during COVID, they had nothing. No one there to look after them. And I, I, just, don't, I don't know if we know what it's like to be starving. <laughs> we don't, Bruce. Yeah, we right. don't. No, we don't. Yeah. So I think we come from a place of privilege. And I think, I think it's really nice that you went on and did that, Bruce, because a lot of people don't. So yeah. Perhaps. No, it was, it was a, and the, the yeah, one very thing, cool, very cool. the one thing is that I, I really wish like, okay, then life kind of got back to normal. And then people are like, hey, what about raising hope? And it's really hard when you like kind of this, can you tell us more about Raising Hope? So Raising Hope, it's like, that's what I wanted to do. I just called the name Raising Hope and we wanted to like raise hope in areas that like felt like they had nothing, you know? Mm. And basically the story was, is that like after I'd done all of that, we raised 785,000 and I wanted to keep doing it, but it's like, it's hard, you know, no, you need sure. a, you need someone to actually run that ship and be, and I'm passionate, campaign, yeah. I'm passionate about helping and giving, but then also what about then, what about my actual business? It's hard to be a man in various different, sorry, I'm hitting the table. <laughs> it's hard to be a man in, in various different places in your life. You want to mm. be philanthropic. You want to give, but then you also want to be a creator. Then you want to consume a bit of content. Do you have a team behind you? I've got, I've got a solid, solid, uh, project manager. Shout out Mina. Yeah. And Mina, she's helping on the social media. She's helping on campaigns, but I do want to, I do want to grow the team. But it is, there is something special about... Grow the Chad Nathan team. Grow the Chad Nathan team. There's something special about having something like a really small, small team. So I don't feel like also having, like back in the day, like you look at my, my dad's business, he's got 30, 40 people working for him. I'm like, yes, I want that, you know? But then like you don't. Mm. You've got like a lot of people that you need to... They it's a big responsibility. It's a big yeah. responsibility. You've got to yeah. pay a lot of salaries. You've got to look yeah. after people. You've got to be in the office every day. That's one thing I like, you know, how cool is it to be remote? Are you ex-remote? No. No, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty remote. <laughs> um, Have you asked? Like, I'm, like, your... I'm like half off from, from home at least. Well, that's fine. Yeah. No, but, my company is old school. I'm like, can I work from home today? They're like, what? No, but you're fortunate <laughs> enough like that. But I mean, in your position, I mean, he's a scientist, right? Scientist? Yeah. yeah so I manage, t- manage a team, team of scientists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, what are you? Company. Are you like Walter White scientist? <laughs> what? Really? No, no, no. 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 It's essentially... Um, Enzyme and chemical reagents Sorry, for DNA sequencing. Yeah, so he did yeah, DNA sequencing. So yeah, I studied biochemistry, chemistry, molecular and cellular biology. You don't have to repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Set it fast. We won't, we won't go too deep into it. Yeah. 
but uh, too yeah. deep in that. But yeah, so I manage the team, and then at least I've got the flexibility to manage them from here and then at site. Oh, they're into their international company. Yeah, so yeah. he's actually so going to go. Exchange. He's going to go three months stint now in Switzerland for them. Yeah, sick, sick dude. We're in yeah, Switzerland. Be sick. That's Roy traveling Kretz. by yourself. There you go. Really? Yeah, there a little bit go. more flexibility <laughs> would be nice. But I mean, yeah, Reutkreutz. So it's like pretty, I think, pretty central so Switzerland. Cock expensive. I'm from Lucerne. When are you going? Uh, Feb, March, April. Bro, must go ski. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Swiss, Swiss, French Alps, Val Torrens. Mm. Unreal. I've been, been. <laughs> So sick. Yeah. It is a you know, ski. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've been, been snowboarding with him. I've been a few times. It's touching there. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. a holiday. No, you just went, you just got back from New Zealand and you did something yeah. down there as well. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. What a In the Queenstown. Yeah, Queenstown's un- unreal. unreal as well. Okay. How did we get into that? No, Chad, tell us about photography as well because we actually have. Yeah, we have a couple of your, your pieces. I got a couple of one of tens, eh? You know, I was one of the OG buyers. Bruce, is that a one of ten? I got a one of ten. We've got I, two one of ten. I don't what? think there's been any more sales after that one of ten. That was, <laughs> that was a limited edition for chappers over there. Yeah, I've got that one and another one up in the, the pain cave. I'm actually looking around this place. This is some beautiful art, boys. Yeah, sure. Who's yeah. the main artist by here? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a couple, a couple of my pieces. That's my piece. That actually got made for me, which is pretty cool. Uh, shout out Chaz Williams. He made that. Uh, Ooh, I know that. Oh. Yeah, Chaz is good, bro. Yeah, that's a piece. That's a sick piece. Um, I wanted a, a lady of color with attitude, and I think he nailed it. And uh, yeah, some was of the, that, Was that the brief? That was the brief, yeah. Good brief. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chaz just goes to me, I want something on the beach. I go, okay, drone. <laughs> but I, you were signing a picture the other day. So yeah, I mean, I sell a lot of my pictures of uh, Cape Town, which has been a super successful series called Ants on the Beach. I went out on one day two years ago. It was the hottest day in Cape Town. And I saw there were thousands of people on different beaches all over Cape Town. And I was like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to fly my drone. And I think this is going to be something. And I just called it, yeah, Ants on the Beach. Kind of went viral and next second, all expats and just people that really loved Cape Town all bought my pieces. And it's been such a, I think as if you are a photographer, maybe you're a photographer starting out on Instagram, but printing out your first piece is a really special moment. And chaps, thank you for giving me that opportunity because I really don't think I'd printed out any other pieces before. And I was like, this is sick. This can sell in people's houses. And it's all about like, you know, I've been very fortunate enough to grow my channel where I've got such a decently sized network that I can almost sell, I feel like, anything. Mm. No, you've got, a, you've got a good sized channel. I mean, that was one piece, and I have a piece of the mountain as well. It wasn't one of those. So one of ten. Um, but yeah, it was, I, I, I think it's fucking epic, because Cape Town is so picturesque. Man. Oh, it's beautiful. And to mm. show it off, I think it's lovely. Yeah. Big fan of the I wanted to get my... Is, my is, sorry, man. Is this side of your business separate to your production side? Well, I mean, it's, they're all kind of linked together, you know. Or Wild Ginger. It's yeah. all Chad Nathan. Yeah. It's this one, Chad this one's Chad Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to slowly ease the people into it. Who, who's Perfect. this? Who's Chad Nathan? Yeah, I mean, there's a good you know what people brew? I go, people call me like, you, we go, people come to my house for and afters. Is that this ginger kid with a GoPro's house? <laughs> yeah. I was like, sure, I might change my name to that. <laughs> Let's talk about the fucking house. Jeez. Shout out, Hostel Nathan. Hostel Nathan is a dangerous place. Yeah, what's going on there? Shame, you always must come, eh? Yeah, no invite. Yeah. No. <laughs> After the pod, the boys can get invited. We got some merch to hand out later at the jaw as well. You got merch? Yeah, yeah it's arriving next week. Yeah. Dot starts Monday. Yeah. Okay, so honestly, with one brain cell in my head, I was reading it when you first launched it. I was like, Dit starts Monday. Like, 
<laughs> and I said to Chad, he's like, fuck, that's such an interesting name. I wonder what dit means in Afrikaans. And then you, then I went onto the podcast and then it's like, welcome back to Dart Starts Monday. I'm like, geez, I am full blown. <laughs> it's, it's like Ginga over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bro, I thought, I thought it was, no, I, I didn't see an ER, okay. bro. Bit of Ginga, bit of dit. Dit Starts Monday. <laughs> oh, so I wanted to actually message chaps. I'm like, what do you mean dit, bro? <laughs> Who came up with this cuck branding? Dit Starts Monday. Yeah. Nice. No. Dan was also funny. He thought we were going to talk about diet and, and health and fitness the whole part. Yeah. So, <laughs> Meanwhile, it's just about procrastination, putting things off. Decent, bro. I mean, I'm a big, big on procrastinating. I fucking these wedding I videos it. that I have to edit, eh? Oh, yeah. Your and edit the, must be hectic because, I mean, we, we edit like we tomorrow and we release when, uh, Thursday morning. But like I'm looking at this right now. It's got a phone on me. It's probably shot in 4K. We're going to look for the funniest part in here. Yeah. And we're going to push it out. But what's yeah. your advice if we wanted to go video? We don't know. What do you mean like, video? Like, we want to go like, like YouTube. Like, Guys, if you want to keep it easy, cost low, cell phone on me, cell phone on, you need to do cell phones on everyone. But then yeah. it would block our conversation. Um, Not if you have them behind, yeah. Yeah, then you have to put them behind. Okay. Nice no, I mean, chaps. We, yeah, we, we've got, I mean, we've Quick got enough thinking. Quick thinking. So yeah. you have cell phones on everyone. I mean, we've all got the iPhones and everything. Yeah. yeah. And then you literally put the whole four clips into Premiere Pro. Boom, 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 boom. And there's an AR tool, which um, you need to pay for. Yeah. It's very cheap. Yeah. But it's for podcasts. And it cuts your whole entire podcast into, okay, now Chad speaking, you speaking, you speaking, you speaking. You should definitely do it, bro. Because yeah, right now, this is cool for me. Like, hey, it's on me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're starting small. You know, like everyone starts somewhere. Listen, Yoke's got microphones. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good, yeah. <laughs> This is sick. Yeah, it's been sick. I mean, we got the little screen. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up the dollar rand quickly. <laughs> I mean, it was useful. The peso. Yeah. It's the first thing we talk. Colombian peso. Colombian, Colombian peso. peso. <laughs> it's the first thing we're allowed to say without cutting anything. <laughs> what you should do, a bit of advice over here. Does Dart Start Monday, it's got its own Instagram channel, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's straight. Put it up over there. And you actually record a little bit live. A live you, one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That'd be sick. Mm. No, I mean, bro, you, I mean, you can give us as much advice as we want. We've been trying to grow the channel. Dan helped a lot. I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's not, it's not easy. Mm. There's so many podcasts out there. Yeah. And it's like, why should I listen to this podcast? But I have heard a lot of people actually say, like, you've had some interesting people on your channel. Um, like yeah, when mean, Aurora, I think, gave those hot tips about sex. So no, about period. menstruation. <laughs> Periods. Yeah. Savannah yeah. actually asked me those five questions. I got it right. Oh, did, did you get it right? right? No, you get it right. I'm going to ask you one now. Can it's you got, get pregnant on your period? You can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> How long does uh, Jill stay in the vagina? Seven days. Five. 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 Quite, I don't think she quite put it like that, but. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Semen. Someone asked me, what are the flaps for on the pad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To stick, stick to your ass? No, no, it was... Wasn't it overflow? <laughs> overflow. It's overflow. It was. It yeah. wasn't overflow. It was something it? else. But anyways. <laughs> we <laughs> could dive on again. No, but Brooke, can I tell you something that why we started as well? It's to talk to people like the South Africans like yourself that, that started fucking doing nothing and built up such a... Like you've built up a channel that's speaking for multiple things, bro. You know, not just the content creator that's out there fucking banging Avion tequila, you know? There's, I think you've taken epic photos, bro. Some of the photos that I've seen have been fucking can resonate. And like you said, take things through your lens and you That's learn the, thing. the story and you've traveled the world. And what, how cool has that been? Bro? The whole the whole thing is I want to inspire people to get out more. I want people to travel solo. Just like I need mm. people to feel how I felt on those travels and to feel that sense of growth where 
you learn so much about yourself and you're putting yourself in those situations. I think it's so important to actually take yourself on a trip. You don't have to go for three months to Nicaragua and Central America and do something crazy. You can do it even go to Italy, go to America, mm-hmm. go anywhere, but mm-hmm. just go by, go by yourself and, you know, take a camera. People think they're so scared to like take a camera and like ready mm-hmm. to, because you're putting yourself out there. That's what creativity yeah, is. Yeah, you're being very vulnerable. I you're guess. being so vulnerable because, yeah. you know, you're dealing with some, your friends who are all fucking snakes and they're all going to tune you for this like picture that you put up. Like, I can't believe you put that picture up, you know, like, yeah. why would you do that? Because everyone's very super judgy, you yeah. know? Yeah. How do you deal with that online with the judgment? Because I feel like people out there are just hating. You know, I mean, they are. And yeah. when you put yourself out there online and you actually have that, I don't give a shit what people say. That's when I honestly think you can do anything in life and yeah. you can come limit, you become like limitless. You know, it, it's quite a, but it's, I think, I think we even got some, some hate, hate meal, yeah. hate, <laughs> mail, hate mail the other day. Jay, yeah. I did a motivational thing that Jay said in the Oak Green, just another wannabe podcast. So <laughs> just hating. So it's like, the only one we picked up. On <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs> How could something you see, but you see the jealousy. Yeah. That O wants a podcast and he can't have it because he doesn't have a solid friend group like you owes. Yeah. And, Probably just doesn't know where to get a fucking microphone from, bro. Like, what yeah. if I get like? But you also, it's obviously built up a thick skin for you. I have, bro. Like, even I don't want to bring up what's going on there in the Middle East. But like, yeah. you mm-hmm. I'm sure saw I've posted. Bro, like, I, I sent you a message. How many times, I bro? What what people have said to me about like, you know, and we're not going to talk about that on the no, podcast. Sure. But like, I've built up like Resi- a resilience. I have, and but you know, I dealt with it. I've dealt with it through trolling. You know. Through trolling the troll. Retrolling. Retrolling. Every time someone said something anti-Semitic to me, yeah. I'd be like, that's so 18. Donating $18. That's Why 18. Why 18? Was there any 18. significance to that? So 18 is a lucky number for Jewish people. So okay. whenever you boys are dating a little Jewish girl, I was shout, once, shout out to Ford. What's the significance of Okay, so we so got, yo, what's the so number? this is a, a chai, right? Okay. So this is where in your editing, you need to like zoom into the chai. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, you know, you need to have the ch- also yolks. Yeah. Chai. Okay, yeah. so chai means life. So that's when Jewish people say lechayim means yeah. to life. So this is like the chai. And these two letters here, which is the chet and the yud, add up to 18. Okay. And that's why yeah. 18 is such the a chet and the yud. Chet I've and the never yud. heard of that. That's crazy. Because the these are the letters in the alphabet, in the Hebrew alphabet. Got you. And they add up to 18. And that's why Jewish people always give presents in multiples of 18. Jeez, you guys get a lot of prezies. What? Straight. <laughs> Bro, bar mitzvah. Yo, bar mitzvah, I can imagine. I've been to a couple of bar mitzvahs. I asked my dad, I said, yeah. in multiples at 18. Yo, bro, we're not talking like, you know, no one's getting 18 rand. We're starting off with like 1,800. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going three, six, five, four, seven, two. Yo, that's crazy. Bro, I asked my dad, I said, dad, what do you do with my bar mitzvah money? He goes, but I spent it, bro. What do you think to throw your bar mitzvah? <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine, bro. And now, bro, the O's are generous these days, eh? Fresno Jews. I've been to a couple ones, bro. Have you? Yeah, Jared Chats. Oh, big, big clips, bro. Wedding or bar mitzvah? Bar mitzvah. I was dating his cousin at the time. Of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> oh! She's Did married now. Also hot. No, different chick. Different chick. Different chick, but also hot. <laughs> are we pigs, eh? Fuck. This we're good. actually pretty productive during the week. We don't normally drink, bro. It's like we've got to stay straight and narrow. And then weekends we send. I don't know if you can read, you know, what... Oh, no, I know. I, I and puss. Yeah. 
How's it? I'm Jay. I'm an Ironman and I've been training for the last six months and I actually can't really draw. <laughs> we, have, we have our phases. We have our phases. Yeah, two weeks before phases. that draw, we had like, a fucking... Let's talk, about, let's talk about that other room in the corner of the house. So Yo's all on bikes. <laughs> <laughs> or, so, so, or Jay's 200,000 rand bikes there. Jay's got about 80% of them. And then <laughs> Joel's got one. I've, no, been, like to I've got another one there sold to a mate, but he still hasn't picked it up. Jeez, that room, like Oaks, that room can be so much more. It's just full of your bikes. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, sometimes we've got to keep the mind straight. Bro. And like cycling helps with the joining, especially with the three-day benders. It is very hard. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't understand. One I thing, don't know how I, I'm no, still I, alive, I want Oaks. clarity on something. People ask me, how are you still alive? Chad, I want clarity on something, but you must be honest. Mm. It's time to be honest, bro. It's how the fuck do you run that fast? Good. How fast is he run? No, you run fast, bro. No, I'm fast, bro. No, he's, and it's, which is weird. Could Dean look like an athlete, my bro? <laughs> <laughs> my bro. How fast are we running? Yeah, what are your times? We're we running low fours so sometimes we, in the, the high running, threes. Yeah, like we're running low fours. Are we running yeah. so like in yeah, a... When strong. When yeah. strong, maybe I need to do about 10 runs to get back to that level of fitness, which is not bad. Just 10 Because I runs. couldn't believe. I could probably pull off uh, 18.36. Yeah, 18 minutes, 36 for 5Ks. No, it's crazy. No, it's no, it's I still message them, I'm like, bro. My how? hamstring would... But oh, it's also what's crazy. That's after a be- that's after a bender. No, no. Well, you probably still got a little bit of bender in you. If you know what I mean. Yeah, a little, uh, <laughs> <laughs> little shoes. But also, it's the the shoes. What what running shoes you're running in? It's the I, shoes. I got the carbons. It is, bro. They're, they're shoes. They got like a little bit of a spring in there. They got mm, carbon. That, you know, carbon yeah, carbon plates. Yeah. And they are five thousand rand, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I believe they're you're gonna run a, two yeah. minutes over five. No, yeah. if you run anything under five, they apparently can in, in, increase your run time by a minute per k. If you run under Not five. a chance. I owe them a lot. That's exactly what they said to me at Sweatshop. A minute per K. A minute per K. Bullshit. I promise you, if you fit in it, they said it can prove by a minute. The a carbon minute gives you that, that. That's how much spring they give you. But we're talking people like Chad, man. Yeah, it's a bit, Chad. Like yeah no, we're not talking the regular <laughs> 30. Yeah. I'm still cool I'm 34. Bullshit. I'm still 29. It's my 30th next week. Are you, bro? Yeah. No. Do you want to come? They're doing a big sketch up, bro. Bring Abby on when get sponsored. Pull in. No, we'll give you some diocese money. We call it, boy. Are you always having a bit of a skit? Yeah. How many people you reckon you can have in here? 100, easy. But I'm only having 60. No, no you're taking 578. <laughs> yeah, but I already know some people. Like bit reserved, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pull in. I'm yeah. coming for a bit. Yeah. I live around the corner. You're only yeah, inviting, yeah. inviting the close mates, so pull in. Yeah. Close friends list, eh? On Instagram. <laughs> no, no I'm glad I sure. make the list, by the way. Thank you. Are, are, you, on, on, are you on close friends list on Insta? No, 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 no. I'm saying the list for your jaw. I'm not on close friends list on Insta, cunt. I'll add yours. I don't uh, even know how to check that. I'd say stop left on Instagram. No, but Sunday definitely evening. come next week. It's going to be sick. Sick. So you're 29. Mm. 34. Yeah. She's chappers. 33. Sure. But 34 in, in a month. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. No, we were all 07 babies mm. well, in terms of finishing school. But um, And then he was 2011. You said 2012, eh? Yeah. Did you go to the same school as he's like? No. no we all went to Saks Roundabout. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you Oaks all become mates from the jaw? No, Jay dated Stuart Stane's sister, Ingrid. Uh, and Stuart Stane was also married now. Also married now. No, all my exes are married. You know, he's like, uh, good luck, uh, Chuck. Good luck, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good luck, Chuck. <laughs> good luck, <laughs> Chappers. <laughs> Everyone that dates Chappers gets married. And Girl, we, shout out. Chappers. <laughs> and we just get all the ex girlfriend uh, followers. So. Yeah, no, but the, yeah, big fan of the exes. But, uh, <laughs> Shout out. Just move but this castle out because we're sponsored the, by tequila. So. Oh, we're sponsored by Avion. Yeah, yeah. Are you sponsored by Avion? No, no, no. no, no. no, no. We, we're working on the sponsor. You can help. Oaks. Straight. We don't have a big enough. We don't have 55,000 followers, mate. So I'll tell you, 
you need to grow. You need to be punting this on your own channels, personal channels. Mm-hmm. And don't feel like a bit scar. I'm like, oh, it's like this is. Oh, we tagged you, so we didn't even did we repost. Nice. No, no, it was nice. But like, I'll reshare this depending on what story it is. No, it's gonna be a good story. No, I'm just saying. But you always need to be posting on your own things. Don't feel scarm. Just fucking get it out there. Yeah. You need to ask your mates to share, even though they probably don't want to share. Yeah. But you need to ask people to share it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then it's like not only about oh, getting bigger O's on your podcast. No, it's not re- about that. No, we know that you can get organic following from you know smaller, smaller people, with smaller followings. But we're not really doing about that. We we just trying to like we said, we just want to tell cool stories that of South Africans have done well, and it's South Africans that just have a story that you know we can resonate and listeners can resonate. And when we wanted to start it three years ago, I think it was. We Jeez, talked t- about t- it. We t- made t- it some time, eh? No, but that's also about Diastas Monday, you know, the leap of faith. And, and like, you know, you're always putting things off. It's like, mm. oh, we can't mm. do this because it's. What was that? So, what made you? What, so, it was actually, was it? it was actually Roscoe. And Roscoe, you can mm. tell the story. And, and, and it was a mm. super cool thing because he came home super excited and he just ordered it. Yeah. And that was really the, the starting point and what, what, and what transpired. And I, it was such an epic story. And you can tell him. I basically went for coffee with a mate, Nick Kirkness. He was on the pod. Um, he was actually our second episode. Shout out to Nick. And we had been talking about it for a while. We had been talking about it for three years, but Nick also is on quite a lot of podcasts for the stuff that he does. And he was like, I was like, don't you, I went to him asking him to be a co-host because these guys were saying, no, you know, we didn't know where we were going at the end of the year. Let's not do a podcast, not the right time. And that was kind of the discussion 24 seven. And he said, bro, just buy the stuff. You and I can do a couple of episodes. I don't want to be in a podcast. I'm liking the limelight right now of being on podcasts you just get it and we'll just have some fun and i was like sitting there i was writing my cfa and i was putting in so much time to cfa and the rat race and work i was like fuck the next project i'm doing spending all this time in my life has to be like a passion project so the next day i went and just bought the microphones and within three seconds of these like sitting with the microphones and the the headsets they were in (laughs) there was like no questions asked we're all in this together listen how professional we sound (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck literally so we were just like we 100 in and then from there we've just gone with it but that's also the thing is that i mean i haven't watched all the things that you i don't watch that many podcasts but i also want to have a podcast because i've got a lot of shit to say and even though like i'm sure we all speak shit on the podcast and everything it's like you know you you want to have stuff and you uh, jay you mentioned it is that like relatable stuff because people are they hold stuff in you know, and, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, these O's are just like me. And now they're putting themselves out there and telling these stories. And, you know, you can go deep, you know, and yeah. you've seen a lot of podcasts. People talk about like crazy business ventures where they fucking duffed it for millions or crazy sex stories. Like, I want to talk about all those things. But it's also like we in South Africa, we in Cape Town, we in a small Think about my community. I'm in a small Jewish community where mm. like, you don't like you have to be careful, careful what you say, yeah. but like. I look at those American podcasts and how wild they are and how relatable they are. And you're like, I've also got stories like that. Why am I so scared to put it out there? Exactly. Some of our guests already have opened up so much and we've got comments and messages saying through saying, can't believe you've been that vulnerable. And it's so amazing to hear you've made my day better. I mean, one of our guests has met up with another guest of ours to talk about business. I mean, that's cool shit that we've been able to provide on a small scale, sure, but something that's fucking epic and makes... I'm excited about doing stuff like this. People need it, bro. But this is like a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny <laughs> therapy. 
Two takeaways from what you were saying. One, the American thing. I only watched the American and UK podcast. So I said, there's got to be stories in South Africa that we can find that people haven't heard that people would enjoy listening to. I'm not going to listen to Kevin Hart for the 10th time. You know, he's sick, but like, (laughs) let's find something new. And South Africa has so much to give. But then on the second point of starting a podcast, and one of the issues we had was we wanted it to be big from the start. We wanted three of the best cameras, lighting. Like we thought, and then that you also looked at the prices, and you're like, "Fuck, yeah, that should cost no. that." That also money. exactly yeah, held no. us back. Oh, it's the mixer, the mixer, yeah, Orms, twenty eight grand. The mixer's I mean, it's over a, there, like, right? Right. You want a little cheapy? Yeah, we got, yeah. Little Zoom. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, still, the Zoom wasn't that cheap. Right? But at the end of the day, we said, "Let's just start, do a couple of podcasts, and then." We'll go from there. And that's what's happening. And it's been fun. I mean, you're meeting us from different walks of life. I mean, we have completely different like, occupations and different experiences, but you learn shit along the way. It's so it's sick, bro. And, and also, I learn stuff from you, between. but also, Oaks, you grow the podcast and then like, you don't need to have the best of the best. Yeah. But it is like important to have a solid sound system, a decent camera, and then you'll see, you'll start growing. Maybe you'll start moving into, you'll move into, like, this is so casual, so so lacquer with no, Have you enjoyed yourself? That's <laughs> Bro, what I'm saying. I like... fucking loved it. <laughs> Sorry for sharing such rogue stories, though. Hope no, you have something in there. No, there'll Might definitely be some stuff. Be no, it'll be just be an interesting one to release. So. <laughs> <laughs> Chat's cancelled. <laughs> no, we wouldn't want to hey, get Chad cancelled. That Colombian is going to come knocking on your door. Careful, don't knock, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly honestly like because like obviously we've been sitting and we're like who do we want to have on right and like what are cool stories to tell and we look at people and we think and I, and the list is longer than you think bro like it's wild how many fucking friends of who are you ours. dying who are you dying to get on the podcast oh listen obviously as sportsmen ourselves we'd love yeah. to have like sia on you know like bro, tell get sia. hey i'll get sia for you not that i fucking how was the trip on the plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Story. <laughs> story. I've been dying Straight story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's my nephew's bar mitzvah. Dad says, if we win, we're going. The, oh, wow. the semi. Yeah, if we win the semi, we're going to the finals. And I was like, oh, yeah, if you know, I'm keen to watch it at Vasco's with the buggers, you know. But like, what, is he really going to book this lastminute.com to Paris? How's he going to, to Paris? <laughs> <laughs> to Paris, man, yeah? How's he going to pull this off, my dad? 65 years old. Shout out Stano. And then, Oaks, next second, it's Wednesday. I'm doing a shoot in Joburg for for Woolies. And my dad says, Brew, tickets booked. We're going. Me, your brother-in-law, your nephew. You must have lost it. No, nah, I, I, I was like insane. <laughs> next second, Thursday, flight goes straight. In, lands in Paris. Oaks, I can't even tell you how much clip drift we bought. We bought little miniature bottles. Then it's the Friday night, obviously, all the Cape Tonians and lots of Saffirs were there. We all went jolling. I wake up ridiculously hungover, <laughs> but like got home at five and it's like, it's game day now. I think, yeah, no, yeah. whatever. So Friday night, you got home at five and yeah. then you had the game day Saturday. Game day Saturday. Yeah. Cool. So now it's like, you need to pull yourself towards yourself. It's the, it's the rugby world cup final, South Africa versus fucking, we play the all blacks, you know, and now. I'm pouring all these clip drifts in my in my pants like this, bro. <laughs> I have no idea how I like snuck. Like half jacks or what? Yeah. No, 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 those little, little airplane ones. ones. Yeah, little airplane, airplane ones. ones. Yeah, yeah. But like full, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Into the stadium. Into the stadium. Oh, I got in with like 30 of these things in my jocks. 
And you Typical South African. The ladies must have been like, sure. Sure, bro. And like, <laughs> I had so many brunners and cokes. And then, shame, there was a New Zealand supporter sitting behind me. I saw that. And it was, you watched. I don't know. Yeah, you know no, that was incredible. It was such a nail-biting game. Like, you could see we didn't really play that well, even though we won. But, like, there was that knock-on at the end. And, you know. Oh, yeah. Could have gone either way. Bro, either this, way. this New Zealand guy. Like shame, I, I I was recording him, but like out of like not like a luck, you know. I'm recording no, just out because of like the emotion, emotion, the emotion. Yeah, to show the emotion, emotion. to yeah. see how everyone is freaking out. In this oh, and this is also another cool thing to do in podcasts is to overlay that clip. Mm. No, yeah, we've done that. We've done that. Just look at our Instagram yeah. page, bro. Yeah, 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 Let's give some support, yeah. some love, some support. Follow the page. Oak. Follow Dit Starts Monday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now this oh is balling, bro. Balling. It's the final thing. We kicked the ball out, bro. We win. I can't even tell you how the stadium... Oh, there were so many supporters. I SA supporters, yeah. Yeah, South African supporters. There were hardly any Kiwi supporters there. Yeah. Serious? Yeah. Too, it didn't too re- far. Yeah, it's far trip, yeah. man. And just South Africa went wild and the singing and the doping. And, it and was, afterwards must have been a crime scene. It's a crime scene, bro. Yeah, okay. Anyway, it's the next day. We go... I have to fly home or the day after and... I'm not on the same flight as the Booker. Mm. We fly via Lufthansa. They fly via Emirates. I land and we hear the Booker landing with us, like basically the same time. <laughs> I'm, stand, what a- I'm standing at the, the the table where your bag comes out. What's it called? The car- carousel. The carousel. <laughs> <laughs> the conveyor belt. Yeah, it's carousel. Through so. the carousel. <laughs> the O's are all just in, they're all just chilling there. And no I'm just way. like, they all got their medals on and like, Having a jaw. And like you would think like, I mean, oh, these are also normal people, but these are heroes. Yeah. Yeah. But heroes also need to go get their bags. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lie, man. Heroes <laughs> need to go get their bags. Did yeah. you go up to one of them? Straight, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight. Went up to Rassi. Lip, <laughs> quivering, bro. Look at Rassi, just like, well done, bro. Went up to chairs, tried to get close to Sia. Sia was just like lapping it up with that with that trophy, eh? Yeah, yeah. Sure. And Oaks, like we were singing Shosha Loza and Oaks. Oh. I had the shivers, bro. I've like got them thinking about it now. Like you want to cry. My dad goes, Chad, he's old, my dad, eh? He goes, bro, we're not staying for this. I said, are you fucking out of your mind, my bro? <laughs> when are we going to be landing with the Boca? Yeah. And he goes, Chad, think of the traffic and the people. <laughs> And this is like an old Jewish man. I said, my brew, my brew, we, I don't care. You know, the Gal train's free today. <laughs> the Gal train was free if you came from the trip, yeah. even though we had a car there. He goes, okay, fuck, maybe you're right. Maybe we must be here for this. I'm like, brew, I can't even, you, how do you even think we must leave? And brew, we walking out and South Africa came just to support. And it was like, again, thousands of people in that auditorium. Of, yeah. Was yeah. It, where was I? Joburg. Joburg, Joburg yeah. In Joburg. You Oaks have landed in Joburg before yeah. that international section yeah. there. It's actually perfectly built. For it's like perfectly built. Like it's like an amphitheater. Oaks, it's like an amphitheater. Level one, thousands of people. Level two, level three. Inside, thousands of people. I'm now walking out in the glass. People are like pressed up against the glass, screaming, Boca. I'm like, should I like maybe let these O's like walk out? Like I'm like walking out with, um, although I'm behind Rossi. <laughs> I'm like medical staff coming through. You could have been the cameraman. You could have been. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I was. The camera was on, bro, of course. (laughs) And my dad's just smiling. These oaks are also huge. They're giants. Me and my dad are like looking up at these oaks, walking out, and they say, Who are you? Who are you? Like, it's only the the Boca. I'm like, Bro, we family. (laughs) So he looks at me and he goes, Yeah, I guess fuck. If you say you're family, family. (laughs) Next second, I'm walking out with these oaks and I'm like, Oh, fuck. 
this is their limelight. I don't need to be there thinking I'm family. So the other oak stopped me. He goes, you really family? My dad goes, no, no, we're not family. I go, dad, why did you say that? We were nearly there. Anyway, they walked out and geez, they were all like. No, it's an emotional time. It was really insane just to incredible. like. Incredible. Incredible. Just to be, be there with them and like to share that experience. It was, it was special, eh? Sure, I can imagine, bro. Yeah. I would have loved it. See, so, the adrenaline high they must have been on for like how many days straight and all the songs and just the nations and the amount of people they must have gone through. And just, you know what's also incredible? How much Sia just maintains his high. Where he's always dancing, bro, always those going. Those always had to go to all the, all the cities. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was so many things at the end of it, like, oh, we're going to the city now. Like, they've been parading with this trophy for seven days. But yo, as South Africans, we were proud, eh? Yeah. Yo, no, yeah. something else. We were proud. And then also another thing is, uh, what do I want to say? Oh, I've got a bit blank, but. Uh, no, what I'm saying is after the seven days, there must have been much. Like, as you say, South African supporters are second to none. Oh, and sorry. This is what I wanted to say. The Bra Army. Have you ever heard of the Bra Army? The Bra Army. It's no. like the Barmy Army, but like it's all South Africa. So Bra uh, Army, Army, Army is the guys that support the British National Lions Tour. Yeah. So yeah. now the Bra Army is a bunch of South Africans that went around as diehards and just went supporting the book or wherever they went and started a thing. I went there in Paris. Like there were thousands of people all drinking clippies and Cokes, all the South African beers and everything, everyone in the green and gold. And it was just such a beautiful thing that what they created and bringing everyone together Everyone singing all the songs like Captain and yeah, yeah. Shosha Loza, the national anthem. We were on the train, all like banging the yeah. the roof of the train. <laughs> Oaks thought we were mad and cheese. Causing and they, a ruckus. Jeez, then we won. Oaks were like swinging from the rafters. It was mad. Yeah, well, it's actually like we should have gone. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, we definitely got ripped off with the ticket. No, I can imagine you must have spent some clips. Highly expensive. Yeah, we, we, we moved. Very expensive. We moved. But next one's in uh, Osbury. Also far, hey? Very yeah, but far. far, but the honeys in Oz. Honeys. <laughs> Shout out to the honeys in Oz. <laughs> Chap is coming in hot. <laughs> and me. <laughs> Gin, that ginger with a kid GoPro thingy thing is coming. Chat ginger with a kid? No, well, ginger kid with a GoPro. Ginger kid with a GoPro. People get Jesus. the name wrong, bro. That's why we need to change the name. But Chad Nathan's also such a cool name. It's a cool name. Yeah. But it's like then you have the American frat boyness to you, like oh, it's Chad. Yeah. You know, you get Chad and Brad. You know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not the American frat boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's next? What's next for me? Mm. Yo, we're gonna jaw in December, eh? <laughs> are you like dying? Are you dying? Uh, IsiZuzu Iron Man seventy point three. I'm going. I'm actually going to Europe, bro. Um, I fly to London on thirteenth. London for a week, then I'm in Norway for ten days. With who? With a fan, bro. We're going to go see the Northern Lights. Sure, chaps travels, eh, Oz? <laughs> no, not enough. Not like you, bro. No, bro, you do travel a lot. No, I mean, fortunate enough to Northern travel. Northern Lights, are you going to Tromso? We're going to Tromso, yeah. We're Set. going up to Kokonis. Um, but we're going on that, uh, the new, it's called Havila. It's a new shipping lane. Sick. So it's seven days, starting in Bergen, and then you kind of cruise <sighs> the whole fjords. Let me tell you, if you have time in Bergen, yeah. there's a hike called Trultunga. Yeah, that's the famous. I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's that famous, picturesque hike. It's the one of the hardest hikes ever, but you get to something called the Troll's Tongue, and it's uh, on the edge and it overlooks the fjords. 
you can't yes, I've seen it. About? I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's the heights of winter, so it's like minus 20, bro. Just do it, my bro. You're an Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Come, Mr. Iron Man. So Come, Iron Man. Scientists have released now, and I've read a lot of articles, <laughs> that they're saying that because of the 11-year um, cycle of the sun, it's going to be the best auroras in 20 years. So luckily enough, we're going to be there for that. So sure. that's, that's going to be, that's yeah. gonna be proper cock. There's something different. Like if you booked, don't see it. I've, yeah, proper cock if you don't see it. But bro, I booked like uh, this excursion to go to some plateau on ATVs and like. Now the what, cool thing is to take the. Snowmobiles and we've got the sleds with the, the dogs. The sleds with the dogs. Yeah. So we're doing all of that shit. Coming back and then I'm heading to Dubai to see my sister for a couple of days in Dubai. She's pretty going from to one extreme. Bro, <laughs> one extreme to the next extreme. You're going to oh, get bro. sick. That's how I was, Oaks, in India. I would go in because it's so hot, it's 45, 46 degrees. You need to be in aircon. So like you're in your freezing cold room and then you walk out to 45 degrees, you get sick. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean. But it's sick. ACC 200s, I'll be hundreds. But <laughs> <laughs> You'll be 200s. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but bro, I'm frothing for something different, bro. Like I think that's just something so wildly different. Yeah. And they said that we should sign up for the crab fishing. Because apparently that's a wild thing. Is it a wild thing? I don't know. I, 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 I think it's worth it. I think it's I worth it. Yeah, pull, pull the trigger. I made a check and she was like, dude, let's go crab fishing. Really? Yeah. Was she a kind of music? No, she was my chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> I made a check. She my chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> Is she married now? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, chap. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, I do think we have come to the end of the pod. <laughs> sure. Uh, Chad Nathan, thank you so much for being here. It was a crazy one. I think we'll have half the pod there. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks we'll for, pull something together. Thanks, but, thanks for having me. This uh, was so lucky chatting bro. with the boys and looking forward to your 30th boy next week. Yeah, but before you go, we do normally put the guests on the spot and ask for a little message uh, to share with our listeners before they go into the weekend, whether it's like motivational or anything for someone that's doing photography or going into influencing, something. Or like anyone that needs to step up or whatever. Bro. Okay, so a little message just message. to end the pot. I reckon if you're going into photography, you're going into influencing, you're going into, oh, there can be any... Uh, field of work just go in full-heartedly never back down don't care what people say be confident and i reckon just smash it oaks boom boom thank you so much thanks for having me boys thanks for coming on on. appreciate it and we'll we'll see you next time